I come from five generations. I think I'm the fifth generation of entrepreneurs. I just thought that was the best thing ever, you know, but there was a problem. Here I am with all this experience, this job, it was fine. But I didn't believe in myself. Like I didn't believe that I could do it. Like every day I would like wake up and go, is today the day that I'm going to do it? I just didn't listen to my inner self or even find someone to listen to. Instead, I just buried myself in books. Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. If you're not already a member of our community, go to myworstinvestmentever.com right now to join and receive five free benefits. First, you get the risk reduction checklist I've made from what I've learned from all my guests. Second, you get my weekly investment research email to help you increase return. Third, you get a 25% discount on all ASTOTS Academy courses. And fourth, you get instant access to our Facebook community to get to know guests and fellow listeners. And finally, you get my curated list of the top 10 episodes out of now nearly 400. Fellow risk takers, this is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stotts from ASTOTS Academy, and I'm here with featured guest, Michelle Griffin. Michelle, are you ready to rock? I am so ready to rock. <laughs> we've had a nice chat before we've gone live, so I'm really excited. And uh, there's some reasons why I really want to bring you to the audience. And I'm going to explain that a little bit by reading your bio. So, ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Griffin is a certified international personal brand strategist with clients from around the world. She's also a certified story brand marketing guide and a credentialed digital marketer and copywriter. And she is also the host of the Personal Branding Clubhouse weekly show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are on Clubhouse, go there right now and look for Michelle Griffin. Now, Michelle, take a minute and fill in further tidbits about your life. Okay, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm... I'm all about branding, marketing, and helping people get their brand out in a way that's authentic and real and brings them opportunity, right? When you show up, you are going to meet people. They're going to start knowing you, liking you, and trusting you. And that's what I'm about. So I couple that with my marketing and PR experience. And that's what I do. I help mm. people who are struggling stand out. So I'm super excited to tell my story and how what I do today is a direct result of the mistakes I made on my own. Interesting. Well, there's two things that I really was interested about when I first came across you. The first is your experience with LinkedIn, and the second was your experience with StoryBrand. And for those listeners out there who have not gotten the book, Building a StoryBrand by Donald Miller, it is really an amazing book. It's got to be one of the best books I've ever read on marketing, and I've read a lot. It's very actionable. And in your case, you went all the way to the state of being you know, certified in that and know a lot about it. So that was the first thing that I really was interested in. The second thing is your skills in LinkedIn. And I, I swear, I want you to look at my LinkedIn profile. You do? I yeah, would, well, you, love. Give me a, a 60 second checkup or improvement yeah. or something and for the listeners out there you know, open up your LinkedIn, think about what you're doing on LinkedIn and listen to what Michelle 
can give about the good and bad and, you know, some ideas of what she's seen. So Michelle, take it away. Yeah, thank you. Now I'm going to pull this up and we are going to dive right into your profile, which I think I had up and I think I have lost. Give me one second. (laughs) So tell me real quick right now, you've been on, you know, today exactly is ironically we're doing this. Today is the 18th year anniversary of LinkedIn. Did you know that? That's amazing. I mean, I didn't pay much attention to LinkedIn until about five years ago. And then I started to get serious. But yes, LinkedIn's amazing. You and everyone else, you and everyone else, because everyone thought, and back then it was like a resume and recruiter site. And I took a poll today or actually did a little video on how to find out the exact day you joined, because it's deep buried in your settings. And most people said, I joined, you know, the earliest, I think was 2006. And everyone says I ignored it to last year, right? Mm -hmm. So... But LinkedIn to me is the vital, important place to build your personal brand, especially for I'm sure most of your listeners here, right? This is the place where business happens. And in your case, I wanna say you and I met on LinkedIn, which I think I was drawn, I love your headline. Your, I mean, your banner with Mm -hmm. the the kids screaming and the, the worst podcast or investment ever. So I like that. You're using your billboard, your headline the right way all the tension and it makes me intrigued. And then we go down to your headline and there you go, right? It it brings intrigue to who you are. The only thing I would suggest, I know you say a lot of people come to you because of that. I might even, you know, plug yourself with some speaking and training, things like that. An author, Mm -hmm. you're so varied, but I think, I mean, you're doing it well. Like I, I don't even need to like give you so much tidbits because you're one of the people who rock and LinkedIn Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's some, so that's let me some, just look. Your story's yeah. good. I want to just make sure everyone gets a really good about section. Your featured section's good. I, you know what I think I would add for you, yeah. yep. Eric? I mean, I, why did I say yeah. that? <laughs> read something else. I know your name. I just read the name, Eric. I would add a few more things in your featured section. Some colorful, fun graphics of what you do. So it really pops. That's your mm-hmm. showcase area. Yeah. You're doing well in the stuff. You got all that. Yeah, you're doing it really well. And if you were one of my clients, we'd go through a lot. You've got a lot of good endorsement skills. Oh my goodness. You are so generous. Look, you've given 600 recommendations. Wow, I'm impressed. That's that's so generous of you. But anyway, it looks really good. It's really building your brand. And there's just a few tweaks I would add and you're rocking mm. it. So great wow. job. Thank you. And for the listeners out there, let's just review that. You know, first she talked about that banner, that graphic at yes. the top. And I think for everybody out there, you know, really take some time to, to pull together something that's simple and clear. And it may take a little time. We designed that one on, on Canva and we had a lot mm-hmm. of little designs that we played around with. The second one is your headline. And what you'll notice in my headline is the word that Michelle used was the word intrigue. And that's what I'm trying to go after. I mean, my worst investment ever is already kind of a put off in some ways. People don't want to hear worse. They want to hear best. So I'm kind of celebrating. I'm the worst podcast host and I'm the worst (laughs) of my worst investment ever. And that also reminds me of, you know, when I changed my profile to be focused on that, I started receiving emails by people saying, you know, why do you call yourself the worst? Mm -hmm. And I always reply because you emailed me. Exactly. And the point is, is the intrigue can sometimes do that. And, you know, you mentioned about maybe I could add a little bit to that, which is good advice. I'm going to think about that. 
But if mm -hmm. I add something to it, I, I just want to make sure it doesn't dilute the intrigue of that title. But, mm -hmm. and the story, you know, I wrote a two-line story. You mm -hmm. know, that just, and it's, it, it's just bad. I just made it so it shows when you don't even have to open the about section. Yep. That's right. And so, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things I, I like about that is it just, it, it forces people to click. I think below the story, I've got some work to do. You talked about the featured section and getting more showcased, you know, that, mm -hmm. that's your showcase. So mm -hmm. I've gotten some, some great tips from that. And hopefully the, the listeners out there can get those yeah. tips too. And, you know, we'll put everything in the show notes. So if anybody wants to get in touch with Michelle, just go to the show notes and talk to her. So, yeah. And one of the things real quick before we transition to my story, that's the place where, you know, content is huge. And what I help people with, we talked about how sliders, carousel sliders are getting so much traction there. You can put your colorful and best sliders there. People love those. So that's a perfect place. It's your showcase place is to showcase you. So, so go for it. But I'm happy to help, you know, if you ever want to discuss LinkedIn, I could talk about it all day. So beautiful. anyway, well, we'll happy to help. I think we'll have the, the link to your LinkedIn in the show notes. So listeners sure. out there, if you want to get in touch, just click on the links. Well, Perfect. now, first of all, thank you for that. I appreciate the feedback. Sure. Now it's time to share your worst investment ever. And since no one ever goes into their worst investment thinking it will be, tell us a bit about the circumstances leading up to it and then tell us your story. Yeah, well, my worst investment was not, not investing in myself, right? Okay, well, going back to right after grad school, I was so excited. I just got my master's in PR and I had dreamed one day having my own business, right? I had entrepreneurial dreams back in my 20s, right? And I didn't do it, threw it off to the side. And so about five, six years ago, I started getting very, very interested in the entrepreneur online world, dreamed about it. And just, you know, wanted it so bad. I invested in time and courses. And I just, I went just crazy, you know, thinking, gosh, one day, wouldn't that be great? That would be my dream come true to just be my own boss. I come from five generations. I think I'm the fifth generation of entrepreneurs. I just thought that was the best thing ever, you know, but there was a problem. Here I am with all this experience, this job, it was fine. But I didn't believe in myself. Like I didn't believe that I could do it. Like every day I would like wake up and go, is today the day that I'm going to do it? I just didn't listen to my inner self or even find someone to listen to. Instead, I just buried myself in books. If I learn this, if I get credentialed in this, if I do this, then, then I can do it. Right. Well, here's the thing. Every day I would wake up with the same dream. Today will be the day I thought about it. I consumed it. I just, all I could think about so fast forward, days go into weeks, into years, or to months, into years. And one day I look and go, oh my gosh, I always had knew my anniversary date because that was the day I got my rekindling. It was July 29th, 2015. I was fresh off a 10-day family trip from the West Coast, California and Canada. And I came back and I just was struck with that on a podcast and about this online world. And that moment opened up my 20 year old self anyway. So when I came back four years later thinking, Michelle, it's been four years or years you've wanted to leave your job and start your own thing. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I talk to myself a lot, right? So anyway, can you imagine that's like, that's more than a thousand days. I mean, I don't mm. even know how many days that would probably depress me. So here's the thing. 
I didn't invest in myself because I was waiting for someone to give me permission. Someone mm. to say, Michelle, now's your time, right? Well, here's the thing. If we don't take investment in ourselves and belief in ourselves, I was totally capable, but I didn't believe or I didn't have, I don't know what it was. I honestly don't know what it is. I guess maybe fear, imposter syndrome. Here it was highly capable of doing it. I think what it was too, we all, probably your listeners can relate. You're in this job. It's a great job but it's your comfort zone, right? Mm. You're just there and it's not, you're not growing in it and you just kind of stay in it, right? So anyway, so coupled with that and coupled with my somehow desire that every day I would dreamed about the same thing, it was like, I don't know if you're familiar with the American movie Groundhog Day with <laughs> yes. Bill Murray where he wakes up, but Bill Murray, that's kind of how I felt. Now, granted, someone once said, Michelle, well, you know, that's not so bad. Well, yes, it is, right? If you've lived that life, it's like being stuck in a hamster wheel. If you want out, know you want out, but you somehow can't get out, it is bad because I knew I had a message and a mission to help more people with my, my skill set. And I just didn't know how to take the thing and I didn't believe myself. Anyway, so long story short, one day I had to give this talk, right? I started putting myself out a little bit, a little bit. And one day I had to give this talk to this group in, in my local association. It, they were all IT and cybersecurity professionals, right? And they just said, show up and talk to us. And I said, okay. So anyway, I, I developed, I spent weeks developing this amazing framework and this amazing thing. It was called Own Your Message, how to step out, to stand out, to succeed in your industry. And you're writing guess, for yourself or for them? That I just sounds so. exactly what yes. you needed. Exactly. And you think about it is though, I really want, I love mind public speaking, right? But I was like, why did I do this? I don't know. Anyway, so I just spent all this time on it and it ended up being this like brilliant, ironically, seven part framework, you know, just like Donald Miller's seven yep. part, but yep. it wasn't like his or all. It was mm. just about how do you like figure out what you want to do and get your message out there. I gave it, it was a hit and it, dawned on me, oh my gosh, you're not practicing this. Why aren't you doing this? So it was right after that, that was in April of 2019. I turned in, I kid you not, six weeks later, after a lot of talking to my husband and stuff, and I turned in my resignation. I said, I'm retiring. And they couldn't believe it. It blindsided everybody, but it was time. I was so ready to get out in the world and help more people. So the irony is I had it in me all along, right? Mm. And it was all about owning your message and owning who you are. So I, um, I stayed on for six months so they could figure it out. And I left my job on January 31st, 2020, five and a half years, almost to the day of, of getting struck again with that desire. Mm. And so looking back, we can't look back and judge ourselves. I'm on a huge mission. That's why I do what I do. Right. To help people who are so stuck in their own minds to get that marvelous message and mission they have to want to share, to use their expertise to help others. I know what it's like to struggle, to be uncertain and to be scared, but knowing you have some brilliance and knowledge and skills. So that's what I do. I don't want anyone ever to waste that. Time is precious. Yep. It's our most important commodity. So in a long way short, it's all about hmm. just showing up and, and that's what I do. That's so, beautiful. There you go. So I, I took some notes during that. First thing you said, you know, I didn't believe. The yes. second thing is you buried yourself in books. Yes. And then the third thing was today, today will be the day is what you kept yes. saying. And then yeah. finally is that I had it in me all along. Wow. What a story.
So can you summarize the lessons that you learned from this? And keep in mind, some of the listeners are struggling in the exact same spot. Yes. Yeah, no. Okay. So I knew I had it all along. I did it all excited. But here's the thing. It is a consistent daily thing. Even though I was consistency back then saying today's a day and I'd find some new thing to figure out, I realized I was still not there yet. I made the decision, right? But it takes more. You take that one step, but you can't stop. You got to mm. keep going. So of course, you know, I ended my job and started my entrepreneurial dreams going to take a sabbatical. And then of course the global pandemic started. So I wasn't going to let that stop me after mourning on the sadness of it all. Got StoryBrand certified because, you know, I love Donald Miller and all his framework about messaging and the hero. Mm. But the main thing is I was still getting going there. But the main thing I realized, I still was not stepping out enough. So I got really involved more in LinkedIn. And then Here's where the real magic started happening. When I said, I'm going to start building my personal brand, not in a way that's real grandizing about me, because that's not me. I have to get out there so people know who the heck I am, that I'm here to help them. If I stay hidden and behind and small, you know, they are not going to know who I am. And it's not about me. My job is to help others, but they have to know who you are and what you stand for. So it wasn't until I started putting myself out there, mostly on LinkedIn, that's why I'm so passionate about it, meeting people, making community, networking, relationship building, the magic started happening. And it's not about me, it's just helping me spread my mission and my message. So I started meeting people like you, starting being asked on podcasts, on shows. I started doing a weekly personal branding clubhouse thing. So I just started, and the, you know what, how I landed that? Because I started daily posting. I, d I decided I wasn't going to play small. So in December 31st, I'm going to start consistently posting every single day on LinkedIn. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that nuts for the people who are scared? Because that was me. I was like, why? What do people say every day? Right? It's nuts, right? So here's the thing. When you're scared and you don't want to do it, take that first step. You have to get out of the comfort zone to grow. That's the only way to it. Got it. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm. So consistency every single day. And here's when consistency kicks in. When you're consistent, you get that confidence. And when you get that confidence, you're going to just feel more important, you know, to be able to meet people, to go, just getting a little bit bolder, you know, and then you'll develop your community. You'll, oh my gosh. And the collaborations I have and the, and then here's a catch. I don't ever, I have an inbound strategy now. I don't ever go cold call. I have people come to me and clients. And that's the beauty of what I teach my clients. When you show up authentically, help people, they're going to realize you're there to help them and they're going to want to come to you. So, so it's brilliant. There's magic on LinkedIn. And ironically, the day of 18th birthday of LinkedIn, right? So mm. I'm a fan. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Well, that provides a lot of hope for all of us who are on yeah. LinkedIn. I know a lot of the listeners are on it but they haven't really made a lot of it. And so I think what you're talking about, I think also for those listeners out there, you can't see it, but her banner says the future of marketing is personal. And part of what she's talking about is the idea of, you know, putting yourself out there personally. So yep. there's a few things I took away from this that I just want to run through. The first one is I want to ask the question to the audience. And that is a question as a financial analyst, when I go to meet with the CEO of a company to make a decision of whether we should invest in this company or not, 
I asked them this question. What's your number one constraint to growth? And I want to understand what is holding this company back from growing. And in every course that I teach with young people and anybody, I teach that, you know, you need to learn how to ask that question. But more importantly, ask that question to yourself. So the audience out there, I want you just to take a moment and think about this question. What is the number one constraint to growth in your life? Yeah. And I think that's part of what I take away from you, Michelle, and your story, is that we've got to identify what that constraint is, just identifying it. You know, for some people, it's just, you know, overwhelmed. For other people, it's lack of sleep. For other people, it's procrastination. Whatever it is for you, mm -hmm. call it out now. So that's the first lesson I take from your, your story. The second one is that the best products and services that are out there are born from that individual's struggle. And here we yeah. learn your struggle and how the, what you're teaching and what you're sharing and, and what you're helping people with is exactly what you identify with. And then the third one is consistency. Mm -hmm. You talked about making the decision to get out there and consistently contribute. And trust me, on LinkedIn, it doesn't have to be a complicated this, you know. Mm -mm. You can put out a very simple one or two or three, you know, sentence statement about something. And remember, that everybody, that consistency usually comes with building habits. And I suspect most people wake up in the morning, they have a cup of coffee or they have their cup of tea. And what I would suggest is you consider habit stacking. This is, you know, one of the things that we learned from the habit books, like Charles Durig's book on... Uh, the Power of Habits, The Atomic Habits by James Clear, and also B.J. Fogg's book, Tiny Habits, all teach that habit stacking is one thing you can do. So I challenge the listener, when you're getting that morning cup of coffee or tea, stop and write your post. Yes. Write then, maybe even before you have that cup of tea, and sit down and write it. Don't make it long. So... Boy, I got three really valuable takeaways. Is there anything yeah. else that you would add to that? Yeah, don't overthink it. Just like you said, do it. And one of the things I didn't mention, there were a lot of people, as you mentioned, who were in my boat. In fact, I, I talked to a friend. This was like January 1st. We were just chit-chatting and I challenged him like, you should post, let's post every day. And he's like, great idea. Well, we looked behind. I started a, a hashtag in a group called the 360, hashtag 365 challenge. And there are, 300 people that in the group and way more that follow the hashtag and are doing it, they realize, oh my gosh, I struggle with this too. I want to stand out. I want to get my message out. I want to help more people. You know, it's all about the service of others, which was the most beautiful thing. And so we started, we have this group and there's people every day, you know, and that was the beauty of it. It wasn't about me, that my brand mm. is not about me. It's getting out there to help others. And you're probably right, you know, of that little, of our group, there's probably thousands and thousands more. So just take that first step. I was scared to get out, even though, I mean, that's my thing and what I do, I wasn't consistent. And once I made the step, I'm not saying I'm perfect or I know it all, but it makes me feel so much more confident, you mm -hmm. know? Great. And LinkedIn's a sharing place. LinkedIn is not the scary place of social media. It's a truly giving place. So mm. that's comforting too. Yep. So based upon what you learned from this story and what you continue to learn, what one action would you recommend our listeners take to avoid suffering the same fate? Yeah. 
put yourself first. I mean, not in a way of being selfish, but know that if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to help others. Right. So put yourself first. It's the oxygen mask theory that when we fly, you mm-hmm. know, why do they ask you? I always wondered that when I was little, well, why would the mom put the mask on? What about me? Yeah, exactly. Well, that makes perfect sense in this thing. It's like, you know, I, I didn't think I was, you know, I just didn't put myself first because it's not about putting myself first to be first and look at me, which so you can take care of you. So I would say, put yourself out there and be consistent. Just Mm. don't, don't give up because people are seeing you. It takes a while in our world in our oversaturated, noisy world, right? Don't give up. So be consistent. And there are some days that you're going to just be on top of the world. This is in the entrepreneurial space too. And in LinkedIn Mm. with your posts, some days not, but I guarantee you people are seeing you, especially on LinkedIn where anywhere from one to 3% of the people are members are actually posting. Mm. So the rest are lurkers. They see you. They see you. So don't give up. If someone doesn't, you know, like or engage, don't give up because you, this is a in it to win it long-term thing. Got it. And you're going to find the best part of your life if you stay in it. All right. Last question. What's your number one yes. goal for the next 12 months? Yes. Well, keep building that brand to serve others. And I found that I ironically love being out there and helping others in the teaching thing. So in addition to my weekly personal branding clubhouse, I'm launching a podcast and a LinkedIn live show later this month. So I'm going to keep building those platforms, probably put a, a, maybe a little mini course and mini trainings, but just continually growing my community, helping more people and, and showing up on consistently every day. So Fantastic. That's what I'm doing. Well, we'll have links to all of that in the show notes. So ladies and gentlemen, connect with Michelle by just going to the show notes. All right, listeners, there you have it. Another story of loss to keep you winning. My number one goal for the next 12 months is to help you, my listener, reduce risk and increase return in your life. To achieve this, I've created our community where you gain the five benefits I mentioned earlier. Just go to myworstinvestmentever.com right now to join us. As we conclude, Michelle, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. And on behalf of ASTOTS Academy, I hereby award you alumni status for turning your worst investment ever into your best teaching moment. Do you have any parting words for the audience? Uh, oh, no, I'm just so excited. I made the cut. No, I'm going to take this this accolade and use it to just keep inspiring. You inspire me to help more people. So thank you. I thank you. Thank you. And, and thank you to LinkedIn for matching us up and helping mm. us meet one another. It's been a pleasure. Beautiful. Keep inspiring. And that's thank a wrap you. on another great story to help us create, grow, and protect our wealth. Fellow risk takers, this is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stott, saying, I'll see you on the upside.